Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome to the premiere episode of She Works. I am here with my lovely newbie and co-host. Hey everybody, this is Meg. This is Danita. And Akima. And I am your host, Shanita, and we are so excited that you have decided to join us today. Um, Just want you to know you can check us out on all listening platforms, wherever you decide to listen to podcasts, that's where you'll find us. We are here where everyone has a seat at the table. We can also be reached at divemedia.co slash she works. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at Nita works. Uh, what about you guys? How can the people reach you? So you can find Danita on Twitter at Danita Platt. You can follow me at Princess Akima on all social media platforms. And I'm pretty simple. I'm just Meg Cohen on Facebook. Just Meg Cohen. All <laughs> right. So we just really, really are so excited to be here on our first episode. We're going to jump right in. We want to tell you a little bit about ourselves, um, how we all met. Um, surprisingly enough, we all met pretty much a few decades ago, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for we're, we're probably dating ourselves, <laughs> right? Um, a few decades ago, we all met in college and have just been inseparable ever since. Yes. You know, life has taken us on different paths, but we've remained, you know, true to just sisterhood and friendships. And I am just so excited to share this platform with you ladies. So hope you guys are excited. Yes. Um, so she works. So like, what is she works? Like people have asked me, I've been kind of promoting, pumping, you know, things on social media. And so what I really wanted to just the people to know about she works is that, you know, we pretty much are all Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for those who are my millennial listeners, we're, we're the ones that are in between baby boomers and you guys. Right. So, right. Um, I really want to just kind of bring out some of the um, characteristics, I guess, you know. So what do you guys think makes you like a legit Gen Xer? Hmm. That's a good question. I think what makes me a Gen Xer is that I get sleepy at about 9.30. <laughs> Facts. It's time Facts. for you yep. Where is the lie? Where is the lie? Um, I'd say for me, I think just the idea that, yes, I too get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and need to sleep by nine o'clock but also if I have to I can push through to one or two o'clock in the morning so there's a part of me that can appreciate getting the rest that I need getting the sleep that I need but also have that hustle in me I'd say for me I see myself as a gen xer because yes I appreciate that getting to sleep by nine o'clock but also having that hustle in me that is open and willing to you know stay up till one two o'clock and burn that midnight oil right. but I know that I can't do that every night or I'm going to pass out or something's not going to get done on my to-do list and the fact that I even have a to-do list is probably making <laughs> me not be so much of a, a millennial at times because I'm one who's a little bit more organized and kind of um you know just trying to get all my ducks in a row and just having things together which I think some of the quote-unquote younger generations you'll hear them talk a lot about oh trying to get this together I don't have that together and just still trying to feel their way I don't feel myself feeling my way even though I'm still on my way right mm-hmm. right I feel like um, for me, I think we are some sort of hybrid between the baby boomers and the millennials. We are like this interesting mix of both generations. I think that we all have those foundational principles of work hard, you know, have a family, um, do the best that you can in life. But we are also free spirited. We also understand technology. Um, 
But I, I, well, some of us understand technology a little bit better than others, but I definitely think that um, we are a mix between between the two. Oh, I, I, I second that. I actually have to ask. I have a 13-year-old, and I have to be like, can, can you come and show me on the computer how to put this picture over mm-hmm. here in this corner and mm-hmm. make it small? <laughs> and she's just like, okay. <laughs> so I, I know because I like naps. Yeah. I know that makes me a Gen Xer. You I mean like paper maps? Naps. Oh, naps. Yeah, naps. Okay. Yeah, like going to sleep mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. any given time. Yes. Um, and quietness. Right. Like I don't like to, round, to be around a bunch of noise. Um, but I really think it's important to understand the generation of Gen X because we are sandwiched in between two very Absolutely. important mm-hmm. generations. You know, our baby boomers are, you know, our parents and grandparents um, that have just given us so much wisdom over the years, mm-hmm. you know, we learned integrity, we learned work ethic, we learned so much from that generation, right? That generation experienced a lot of, you know, um, civil rights issues, right. you know, and so our generation kind of got the tail end of that. Right. And so I feel like sometimes with millennials and, you know, raising, I, I guess my ch- children are millennials or zennials or, I mean, they're Gen Z. Gen Z, mm-hmm. you know, so they even got something after millennials. Right. What's going to come after Z? I don't know. Perennials. Du- alpha, double A. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to go back to the beginning of the alphabet. <laughs> or maybe go to the Greek alphabet. I don't know. Um, but I re- realized with that generation, they're so technology driven, very entrepreneurial in spirit. Um, but sometimes the work ethic is just not there. Right. And so, you know, it's it's a challenge sometimes just trying to get some things through to some of my millennial mm-hmm. friends. Um, but I realize, you know, they have a part to play with their generation. Like mm-hmm. they're a generation that they don't take do as I say, not as I do. They don't take that. No. No. Like our generation grew up like because yes. I said so. Period. And we were like, no questions asked. Mm-mm. This millennial generation and post millennials, I think that with the different generations just having to understand um, the key elements of each and how to reach, you know, especially mm-hmm. when you run a business, you're not going to work with all baby boomers or all Gen Xers or all millennials. And I remember in my old job, um, you know, in um, domestic violence, human service work, I was probably one of the only one or two Gen Xs there. It was baby boomers and, you know, definitely a lot of millennials and the two could not get along. Everyone who was in the baby boomers were more um, higher management. Mm-hmm. Of course, the millennials were kind of the frontline caseworkers, and they just could not see eye to eye. And as a Gen Xer who had some years of experience in that field, I was able to kind of bridge and say, hey, well, you can't just because they're 21, you know, they're not your child. They're right. somebody's child, but right. you can't talk to them like that. So right. I really just think it's a time for our generation to kind of really begin to speak up because there are some things from the baby boomers that were passed to us that we need to make sure that millennials don't lose, mm-hmm. right? There's some things that we need to make sure um, that is, is passed on to the, which, which call them Gen Z's Gen Z Gen Absolutely. Z Gen Z's to the Gen Z generation. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I also think with this generation, we've had a lot of issues, you know, just as women mm-hmm. you know, and there's not a lot of discussion about those issues. We've had struggles. We've had, um, you know, all kind of things, you know, life happens. Life has thrown us curveballs. We've had love and loss. We've had, you know, just so much stuff. We've had, um, just, just all kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I realized there's not a lot of people sharing some of those struggles. And so, you know, that was the whole intent behind she works is trying to bring everyone to the table. Everyone has a place to kind of speak and share their truth and make sure that they, 
feel supported mm-hmm. and that, you know, we don't just get around and just babble for the sake of babbling, right. but we get around to share those dark secrets that we have in hopes to bring resolutions and hopes, you know, throwing someone an anchor to say, mm-hmm. Hey, I walked through that. This is what helped me. But because we haven't really been sharing a lot of stuff, you right. know, and all the podcasts that I had been listening to when I was doing my research were so driven about women in business, mm-hmm. you know, women in ministry or moms only, or just women in health and fitness and workout. Right. And all those things are great. Don't get me wrong. Each one of those things has their place. But mm-hmm. I say, well, we is like the whole woman show. Right. Right. Because I'm not, you know, we're not that compartmental, you know, when, when something is bothering us mentally, it's going to affect how we feel physically, maybe how we are spiritually, how we interact with our, you know, significant sure. others, family right. members, friends, parents, grandparents, whoever. And so I was like, I'm just not seeing a podcast that's really talking about heart issues and those kind of things. So that was really the drive um, and, and what I was looking for. I was like, well, you know what? Sometimes creativity comes when there's a lack, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. don't see what you don't see what you're looking for. So it spawns creativity. Right. So what, what helps you guys be creative when you, when you're trying to come up with new ideas or maybe new business ventures, what has kind of helped you um, spark that creativity? Cause I know for me, it really was not seeing what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I've never really considered myself a creative person, obviously. Well, until I think she you're works. creative. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Meg. Yeah, I'm saying you create all kind of things. Shanita. <laughs> <laughs> I create chaos. <laughs> Um, I think for me, I would have to agree. It's probably the lack that I see makes me want to say, okay, how do I fix this? How do I fill in? What can I do? What's missing? And how can I figure out how to make it happen? No, that's good. That's Mm -hmm. good. So again, you kind of see the need and where to jump in. Right. Right. Okay. And I I think one way um, there's Gen Xers that we do that is because, so y'all have heard this term zenial. Have you heard it? Yes. yes. I have not until you mentioned it. Okay, very mm-hmm. good. So, but thank you for that. Right. So we're that generation that kind of spans between analog and digital, mm-hmm. right? So we grew up in an analog um, childhood, but then we we were right there on the line of transitioning into a digital adulthood. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we know how to handle technology. We're not afraid of, you know, our computers. We're not like, what is DOS? We don't, you know, <laughs> we're okay. What is a floppy disk? Right. Right. What is a floppy disk? We date disc? ourselves, like, right. we date ourselves. Right, we're not really stressed about how to download an app and then figure out how to use it, you right. know, even though we grew up reading books right. Right. and not consuming all of our content on screens. Right. So I, th- I think we're in a really interesting place as creatives, mm-hmm. as Gen X or Zennial creators, mm-hmm. because we're able to pull that wisdom and information and sort of that anchoring that's there. And I'm not going to say that millennials aren't anchored. Mm-hmm. Um, I think millennials are anchored. I'm married to a millennial. My mm-hmm. husband is nine okay. years younger than me. Nice. So, How is that? I nice. Know, so I live every day of my life. <laughs> All my life. All my life. I live every day of my life with a millennial. Um, yeah, so it's not that he's not anchored. It's just a different anchor. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's just a different, he sees the world differently. Mm-hmm. He, he perceives things. He was talking the other day about um, binge watching friends at like, I don't know, college. You know, like, I'm like, come on, dog. <laughs> like, friends? Not like a different world. Exactly, right? right? Okay. We mm-hmm. were doing, Dwayne and Whitley. Exactly. Right. We right. wanted to go to, uh, what was the name of that college? 
Hillman. Hillman. Girl. You wanted to go to Hillman, mm-hmm. right? Yes, I was yes. the number one applicant. Yes, right, absolutely. <laughs> right. So it's just a different kind of anchoring, I think. And so their creativity is different, mm-hmm. right? So they're real quick to create an app, create some kind of digital, you know, way to solve a problem. And we're like, but okay, after I've been on that app, how am I going to be in contact with someone? Right. 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 Where are my That's so real true. world? Mm-hmm. Right. Where do I interface? in the real world mm-hmm. so my husband will have an idea and i'll be like that's nice but let's think about this from the user's perspective mm-hmm. right how's the user experiencing this and he's like what user what user <laughs> error, error. User error. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right so i think that's how i think that's part of our creativity and and part of how we complement one another mm-hmm. you know yeah my mother does call me over when her computer is <laughs> as far as she's concerned acting up and i'm like <laughs> That's not the computer. That's you. Right. Right. User error. Exactly. User error. Right. So I I think that's how we do it. No, I think that's good. I think what, when I really realized my age, right? Actually, guys, what? Today's my birthday. Happy Happy birthday. birthday. She works. She working on her birthday. (laughs) But I realized when I make a call to like a service provider, I cannot stand. Come on now. The automated press one Mm -hmm. to be connected. Yes. Press Two, you mm-hmm. know my attention span with three kids and homeschooling is just like shot. So I didn't miss what dial, what number I was supposed to dial. <laughs> then I'm pressing zero because I'm like, all right, in my day that meant operator. operator. Zero means hang yes. up now. Speak so to a representative. When I go to the grocery store, I want someone to check my stuff and bag it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to self checkout. Mm-hmm. There are no cashiers in the grocery stores, and there's 15 self checkouts. Yep. Have y'all seen that post on social media where it says employee of the month is, and it's a self checkout <laughs> at yes. Walmart? <laughs> it's like it's me. I'm employee of the right. Month. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I realized little things like that just kind of get me upset. And then I realized with again, you know, different generations. They don't really want to interface with many people. They want to be able to just get something quick mm-hmm. and be like, all right, press two, press three, boom. And I'm like, it oh, just drives right. me bonkers. Yeah. But right. you, Danita, you brought up a really good point about the uniqueness of our generation, you know, and I wanted to go back to that about the computers and just, you know, I remember being in high school and I kept hearing, go to www.somesome.com. Right. And I was like, what is this all what dot is com? That? Like, what right. is this www? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the internet? Like, like what? Right. Like, there was a time. Oh, my gosh. I remember. Oh, no, oh, yes. Remember, there was no such thing. Yeah. You got an encyclopedia from the library, yeah. right. and you did your report. Or yeah. the Dewey yeah. Decimal System. Yeah, yes. Right? You didn't go to Wikipedia no. for what, your research. what is that? <laughs> for your what research is that? project. No. And guess what? This is, this is going to blow the millennials mind that are listening to this podcast. There was a time when nobody had cell phones no. except for the elite. Yep. And it was only in their car. It was a yep. car phone. In a bag. Right? Mm-hmm. Like Zach Morris. Yes. Right? Yeah, it was huge. It was huge. <laughs> right? And everyone didn't have a home computer. You only had computers at work. Right. Yeah. There was no personal, yeah. there was no PC. Yeah. No. It was just BC. Right. Before work computers. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Shut up. I remember people getting cell phones on campus. I remember being like, why do you have a phone? Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. not, you're just so important. You need a speaking, phone. I remember when speaking on campus, Shanita came back <laughs> one year with a cell phone. It was as big as my forearm. And I said, <laughs> you have one of those? And you were like, well, it's my mom's. It's like five years old. I was like, oh, a phone. Yes, my mother wanted to make sure that antenna. she could connect me any time of the day. Yes, yes. And I remember that, you know, I could only use it at night after seven. Oh, yeah. I was on Verizon. It was oh, yes. free nights mm-hmm. and weekends. Yep. 
I was like, man, so times have really, really changed. We are those old people. Now. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we are. are those old women. We are. <laughs> we are. I think it. I think what's important, and we're listening to it now, listening to everyone talk. Um, and I'm slightly younger than some of the co-hosts on this uh, podcast. <laughs> not and, by much. Not by much. <laughs> Don't let that baby voice fool y'all guys. Not by much. <laughs> I'm teasing. No, but I think not letting our voices get lost because. I love the energy of the millennials, like that whole like mm-hmm. go getter, like as Danita you were saying about your husband. Like I love that, and I feed off of that as an entrepreneur. But I also benefit from the wisdom of these other generations, mm-hmm. and so I think we can't let our voice get lost because we are sandwiched between two really strong sets of voices. And so, mm-hmm. how do what is the voice of the Gen Xer, and how do we make sure that we? don't get lost in everything that's happening. I think that that's what's important because recognizing that something that wasn't there that we now like, I can't live without my phone. Like right now I'm like, right. where is my phone while we're on this podcast? Cause there's something that I probably need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there was a life before that there'll be a life after that, but yet there's going to be something more. So I'm not intimidated by the future and what's to come because I've actually seen something come to pass that is so integral. So I just think we can't let our voices get lost mm-hmm. being sandwiched between these two I agree and to that point Akima I think just as a parent looking at my kids they don't they don't necessarily understand that they don't necessarily understand that I need to find my voice because they're like mom you talk all the time what do you mean (laughs) it's like they're they're completely but and, and even on the flip side it's like son do you understand that the world is changing and I get that because I grew up in a world that changed Mm -hmm. So I'm like, the the world is changing. You're consuming content all the time. Turn it off. Right? All right? the time. All the time. But this is what I need to know. Post, don't scroll. I need you to create content. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a standard in my house. It's a standard. Right. I oh. need to send my kids to your house. <laughs> <laughs> what are you do- like, what are you doing today? Create some content. There, You have a problem to solve in the world. So what are you going to do about it today? I know that's right. You know, and, and growing up in a world that changed, I, I'm, I am just now literally sitting here right now realizing today, mm-hmm. today, September 29th, on my birthday, she works podcast, Danita's having an epiphany <laughs> that it is probably because I grew up in a world that changed, that, changed, that I am hyper changed. aware right. for my kids that I cannot raise them to be me or to be my parents' expectation of what mm-hmm. a child should be. Right. You all have to be content creators. You have to be people who solve problems on a global scale mm-hmm. because the information age, honey, is here and it's not going away. Right. Correct. I could learn everything about any profession, any profession, by going to the interwebs. Yes. Right. And I will know it all. Right. So information is here. So the keepers of information are no longer the oligarchs of society. Right. right? It's the people who can translate that information for other people Mm -hmm. and can help it to make sense for them. Right. But if you're not creating, I'm not sure what you're doing. Right. You're just biding the tide away. Right. You're just here consuming other people's content. Right. And it's like, I'm sorry. Go again. I was going to say, and I think that that helps to define a small portion, but helps to define the voice of the Gen Xers, helping to bring um, direction. Because you're thinking, like, you could just be ripping and running and going and going and going, but if there isn't any sort of um, 
Like, where are you going? Like, what are we doing? That whole over consuming of information because everything is instant. People don't watch the news anymore because I can just see it on my news feed or just everything's just kind of being thrown at us. Yeah, I just, I just think that whole whole information overload and having direction and having purpose for what, mm-hmm. what we're doing with the information that is coming in is just super important. So yeah, the fact absolutely. that you're safeguarding that for your children and I think that, you know, again that helps to shape and mold the voice that a gen xer can bring is helping to bring direction to all that's going on and i i want to piggyback off of something you said Danita. as far as like creating content i think that's extremely important and we talked about like technology and information and all that's at our fingertips right now and i think that our role as gen xers one of the roles that we play is to make sure that we um, help translate the importance of relationship and all of this. Because yes, we can get on um, our iPads, our tablets, we can get on the internet and create all these wonderful things. But sometimes I think it can take away from the organicness of just regular relationship. Mm -hmm. And I know this is a total sidebar. It may not sound like it fits in, but it really does, I promise. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) You will make it fit (laughs) in. I'm going to make it fit in. Right. (laughs) Just throw Gen X at the bottom of your face. (laughs) Right, right. One thing that's extremely important for me, I know we have Facebook, I know we have Instagram, I know we have all these things, but when it is somebody's birthday that I love and care about, I try to make it a point to actually call them. She sure does. Text them, I can Facebook them, and all that. But I want you to be able to hear my voice. I want to hear your voice to be able to say, hey, we're still here. Like, I see you on TV. I see you on the World Wide Web and all that's great. But let's let's still <laughs> see you on, on TV. On TV. Right. see you on the TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But let's, let's focus. Let's focus. Get back. Get back. Let's still be able to relate life on life. And right. so I think that that is one of our roles. As you say this all the time, Shanita. Their what I ceiling, what I say. <laughs> their floor should be our ceiling, Absolutely. or our ceiling should be their floor. There you go. It's yeah, that that, way. the other way around. Way. So our ceiling should be their floor. Absolutely right. So I think that their floor needs to be relationship. I think because they're going, they're going to skyrocket as far as all this information and technology and all of this freedom that they have, and and I love it all. But I do, I am a little worried that if if they are not grounded in what real relationship is like, I'm afraid that if they don't understand the concept of being grounded in real relationships, that we can lose that in this zennial, perennial, all these quadrennial, (laughs) quadrennial, (laughs) epsilonals. whatever else they Generation. No, that's very true. That are going to come after them. That's absolutely true because they, they don't necessarily have to have relationships because of the social media mm-hmm. because oh you know social media will make you think you have kept in touch with your high school friend for 10 years y'all have never spoken barely right. have made maybe a post on their wall right. or a snapchat or whatever but because there is a made a snapchat made a snapchat <laughs> i'm sorry i'm trying to be hip that's that gen xer <laughs> i'm trying to be hip what's the term help me out y'all Make a snap. Not on it's a snap. It's just a snap. It's just a snap. Right. Okay. <laughs> Danita is way cooler than Shanita here on Snapchat. I don't have a Snapchat. Look, I can barely keep up with Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So, anyway, lost my balls, right? And Pauls. <laughs> to your thought, I, I have a. I'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit. Play it, girl. Because I don't disagree with you at all. Because I, I completely agree that relationships are about connection and connecting and connecting and connecting right over time michael and gabriel have met people through their social media pages by the way they do not have personal social media pages 
And I don't mm-hmm. know why people think they do. They have they don't. business. They have business pages, not personal ones. Mm-hmm. And they do not have access to those pages. Okay. I see it. Then I say, someone sent you a message. You need to respond. Right. So I'm the gatekeeper of all that. Right. Hello. Period. Just blank. a little plug. Just a little plug. Just period. Right. Period. Anyway. <laughs> um, but they have met people um, who they would have never met. Right. So like there are people in Brazil who send messages in Spanish Hmm. that I then translate. Google translate. Google translate. There we go. Right. (laughs) Information age. Right. So that they can then talk to these people back and forth because they want to connect. They've met kids from all over the world through. So they have these relationships like the world is literally at the tip of their nose. Right. So those are relationships they would have never had. Right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, no, I do. I do see the point. I do see the point for what they're doing as far as business, you know, that kind of stuff. My perspective was more of those personal relationships. Like when you're trying to like my concern, not necessarily for my children, because we've already established they will never date. They're just going to go from here to being a spouse. Very good. Mm, good. Hey, Um, if that works, teach me how. (laughs) This is Meg, by the way. And you can find her at... She is just Meg Cohen on Facebook. Um, My concern more so is for like my children's generation and those, you know, coming after them is that they won't know how to have those personal relationships because everything is just, you know, I'm like, you're here in the house, but you texting your brother. Right. Hey, you want to play Fortnite? Get up and walk upstairs and go ask, do you want to play Fortnite? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but I, I totally get it, especially with kids and technology. You definitely have to have be that gatekeeper. I yeah. got dis- I've discovered the screen time app. Mm-hmm. That oh. shuts yes. tablets and oh, phones down. 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 So bedtime, oh, yeah. boom. I don't even have to remind you of that because I don't like to micromanage my kids, mm-hmm. despite what they think, despite <laughs> what y'all think. I do not like to micromanage right. my kids. But I recognize there's a responsibility as a parent when you open them up to the whole world. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. And, you know, I think that there's still a lot that we can learn from this millennial generation. Absolutely. And I'm getting ready to go off on another sidebar. So just put Gen dun, X dun, on dun. the bottom. Just put Gen- <laughs> <laughs> right. So a couple years ago, I'm going to call my friend out. Her name is Tammy. Hey, and Tammy. what up, Tam? Hope you listen to She Works. <laughs> so I came to her apartment one day. This was years ago. And I had on a white and teal shirt. I thought the shirt was lovely. I had on teal shoes. I had on teal jewelry, right? Mm, that's a lot of teal, man. See, see, yes. I'm about to go somewhere with okay. that. Because remember, at one point in life, that was not a lot of teal. Remember, you used to match. Matchy, matchy. Remember, matchy, matchy. Like, you're, like you actually matched on purpose. So if I'm wearing a red shirt... I'm going to wear something else red to tie in the red. I'm checking my point. outfit right now. I'm like, oh, but right, I got on right. a gold shirt and some gold shoes. <laughs> right. Yes, you need to talk about matching, matching. Right. You got on gold and gold. So hence my point. <laughs> right. Because at one point we used to match and it was a big deal. Like I couldn't even wear a jean jacket unless it matched the color of my jeans. So that's you couldn't wear a did. light jean jacket and a dark jean? No, jeans? man, you couldn't do that back in school. You'd be clown. <laughs> you, you know that. Yeah. First of all, so, could you do denim on denim? That is a good question. Denim on denim is back. It is back. It's back. Before right. a minute. But you remember that ugly denim? What, I'm, like, this is the, we, funky what, like, blue? It's like a, yeah, it's like like a blue grayish. It looked like it like was from the thrift store. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with the thrift nothing store. Wrong thrift nothing store. wrong with the thrift store. Like, shout out. But it just looked like. <laughs> dirty denim? Like dingy, dirty denim. <laughs> 
you got on a dingy denim set. Dingy, dirty denim set. See, we teach you alliteration here. It's she works as well. But my friend Tammy was like, Meg, can you please take off at least one of that one of them bracelets? Take off the necklace. Put a little pink on your lip. I was like, pink and teal? Never. What I have on my teal lip and gloss? Your pearls, huh? Yes. Yeah. Have on my teal lip gloss and my teal eyeshadow, my teal scrunchie. Oh, supposed to match. And my slouch socks. <laughs> right. But she was like, Meg, you don't have to match anymore. I was like, what? Sacrilegious. <laughs> Who doesn't match? That is ridiculous. And so I, I worked in a school system as well, and I started noticing that the kids did not match. You just wear whatever you want. And she was like, yeah, as long as it lines up on a color wheel, then it works. I was like, well, let me pull out my color wheel so I can see. <laughs> Where you get one of them right. <laughs> What works? And she was like, anything works. As long as it works for you, it works. And that is when I begin to notice, hear me, and I'm not trying to fit nobody, that this generation really has no rules. There are no rules. It really is you are free to do what it is you want. If it makes sense to you, then it makes sense. And so I get that. So I have learned to not match as much. Congratulations. Um, well, I thank you for Very that. Very good. Thanks, you look Tammy. lovely today, by the way. Do I with my lovely. black and white and lovely, my black girl. and white bottle? No, no, really. <laughs> It's just Angel, enough. Is it just, just enough? Thank you. Tammy Thank you. would approve. She would approve. I think so. I would say so. I appreciate that. And this so is, is coming that, from you. Is that why my child never matches her socks? Probably. Oh, my Who knows? Even. Who knows? They don't ever match their socks. Never. And it's not even like a white sock no, with no, a no, white no. stripe and a white one with a blue stripe. Mm-mm. It's like a burgundy sock and like a green, lime mm-hmm. green sock. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. they never I only do that because I can't find the matches. That's the okay. only reason. Not because I'm trying to be like this free okay. bird. But I think there's a lot to learn from that. Yes, there is a lot of freedom. There is a lot of, hey, the world is what I what I make it. I could be creative. I think that there's a lot to, that we can learn from that. I agree. Absolutely. I think, you know, we just really want to make sure that I think all of the generations that are still here, you know, trucking along is that we all have something to give, mm-hmm. right? We all have something to learn and to glean. And so one is not better than the other. It's just different. And right. you have to identify where your strengths are in your differences and kind of bring it to someone else to kind of help, you know, help make the world a better place. True. So, you know, on that note, guys, I just want to thank you for tuning in for today thank and you. definitely make sure that you stay tuned in. Please download um, the Google podcast, Apple podcast, or wherever your listening platform uh, pleasure is. And definitely um, get, go ahead and subscribe and give us those um, stars. If you're an Apple user, we are Google, Google family. Uh, mm-hmm. in Apple house. family. Here. Apple family. Yeah. Well, I'm not a family. It's just me. So I am an <laughs> Apple. Thank you. You are family girl. <laughs> and she can be found. And she can be found. So thank you all for tuning in. You know, you know, our motto, everyone has a seat at the table until next time. Peace. See ya. Bye.